0: Hey there, and welcome to your weekly episode of I Didn't Sign Up For This with Alison Casanova and myself, Jade Shaw. We are both licensed marriage and family therapists here in the Bay Area of California. Whether you're a practitioner yourself or just interested in topics around mental health and therapy, join us here for some real and honest conversations.
1: Please note that this podcast is not a replacement for therapy or medical advice. Any questions about your specific situation should be directed to your own therapist or primary care physician. Thank you for listening.
0: Hello, everybody. We are on episode 12, part three, and today we're going to be talking about physical injuries and self-care. So this is the third part to our little series on physical injuries, Um, and today, Alice and I are going to share a little bit more of our personal perspective on self-care and what we do to self-care regularly and when we're injured and how we go about all of that.
1: So I think before we get into that, um, there's a couple things that we wanted to go over. The first is there is a difference between self-care and coping and I think sometimes it can be confusing. So. Self-care is kind of the daily routine that we have set in place to kind of just get us to keep us in a good space. And I think coping is more something that we do to help us when we're in a bad place. So they can look like the same thing. Like you could be doing the same thing for each one, but one is more maintenance and one is like, I'm just doing this right now because I'm having a hard time. Um, also, something that we wanted to note is that there are lots of different types of self-care, and I, I think that kind of just goes, goes to show how, I think, confusing it is <laughs> because one person can do one thing and then one person can do another thing, and um, it's, it's kind of confusing to think about how, why they're, they're both things to do to take care of yourself when they're so different. Um, so I think one of the, and I mean, this is, again, this is like Jade said, our kind of perspective and opinion. So I don't know if somebody else would have a different, uh, opinion on this. We'd love to hear from you if you do. So I think that there are six categories. Uh, one is, you know, your regular self-care, just like, I think that's the standard one that everybody thinks about. It's the one that the different things that you do to, to throughout your day to prevent stressful situations. So like if you're going to set up, um, like your schedule, so you know what, what's going to happen, what you can plan for. If you're going to, if you know that, um, you're going to be doing something on a particular day and it's going to be stressful, like you have something set up in place that day. Um, maybe you're organizing your space. Those are just cuz you know later on maybe you're not going to be able to do it. So kind of setting yourself up. The second one is emotional self-care. This one I think is more any anything that's going to help you process, accept, reflect on your emotions. So this this would be the category where you're you're seeing your therapist. This would also be like if you're Um, Somebody who writes in a journal or somebody who does a sport, um, somebody who likes to draw. Uh, The third one, I think, would be physical self-care. So these are activities that help you stay healthy. So making sure that you're uh, taking care of how much you eat how much you sleep how much you drink water um this would be like taking a shower washing your hair all of that the regular this would be you know if you're gonna you need to go to the doctor um then i think that there's mental self-care and this could also this is like mental professional i think so this is an area where you do something that's going to stimulate your mind so this could be like learning a language this is going to school this is if you're um, reading a book or um, playing like a a mind one of those mind games then I think there's relational self-care so this is the different things that you do to connect with people in your life so hanging out with friends or you know calling somebody kind of check on how they're doing Uh, the last one I think is spiritual self-care and this one I think is, I know a lot of people hear spiritual and they think religious, but that's not necessarily true. I think this one is just, I think that there's a difference between spirituality and religion. And I don't know, Jade, if you agree with me or Mm -hmm. not on that. Um, but I, I think it's more of just getting in touch with your, your kind of just your inner self and just the space around you so this could look like meditation or yoga um, taking time to just self-reflect it doesn't have to be this is the time that you go to church Yeah, <laughs> but it could be I think it kind of just depends on you know who you are um, but I think a lot of times people hear that and then they automatically think religion and there are people out there that are really religious but there are people that aren't but they're still spiritual
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with that And um, something to keep in mind is that some of these do kind of overlap. Totally. So that can get a little bit confusing, but good to know the different categories. You did a good job explaining this. (laughs) Okay. So let's jump into how you and I self-care. I'll go first. And I, on the regular really enjoy things like cycling and running. I think those are probably like the physical self-care is my go-to. That's where I find the most relief, I guess, or the most sort of bang for my buck. (laughs) Um, So I really like cycling and running, which we'll talk about later when we talk about how we self-care when injured too, because obviously that gets limited. But I think that Even in listening to you describe those different categories, Allison, I realized that there's many different things that I do that fit into multiple categories and overlap. Um, So like for me, spending time with friends, with family, that's a big thing for me too. And then also spending time by myself. I think that's a huge self-care piece for me to get that time with people and time where I can just be on my own in the quiet and reflect on what I need to reflect on. Um... I do a lot of mindfulness even, and I'll share this with my clients too, like even if it's just a couple seconds before I go into a meeting or take a phone call just to take a couple deep breaths, I feel like reorienting myself to the moment is a big self-care piece for me. And then um, nutrition, sleep, water, those are all things that I'm continuously checking in on if I find myself getting like really tired or... Cranky. I know that I haven't been engaging in like the nutrition, sleep, water, self care in a way that I need to. So those are things that I keep an eye on I think that
1: everybody has their like go-to for self-care and that's why I think I wanted to kind of talk about the different categories because if Mm -hmm. your go-to is physical and you get injured I think Mm -hmm. just being aware that you have these other things that you do even if it might not be your go-to is helpful because then you can kind of use them as a backup and I mean if you if you think about it like let's say we have like like five stars and five is like that is your jam. That's like mm-hmm. the, what really like gets you. And one is like, yeah, it's not really super helpful at all. The the one is going to be five and maybe like your other ones are like two or three or four. So mm-hmm. you just have to do more of them than you would normally do to meet your five.
0: Yeah, yeah. And or even tweaking like those fives. So yeah. it's I always encourage people like, yeah, you know, maybe... You can't run right now, but can you do arm workouts or mm-hmm. can you swim or, like, how can you still get that need met in a different way? Yeah. But, yeah, the the cycling and Orange Theory and, like, running, the physical stuff is definitely my five. That's my yeah. jam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about you?
1: I think that, uh... Being The physical one is definitely mine, too. I I think that most of the people who know me know that I dance, and that's my jam. Mm-hmm. So I like doing that. I like going to the gym and working out. Um, and I think that those are probably my go-tos, but I, I, I like just being aware and kind of checking in with myself to kind of see where I am and what's going on because there might be a time where... I'm not even really aware that I might need something. And then when I kind of, like you were saying, like, oh, man, you know, I actually forgot to eat because I was so busy with something. Like, that's Mm -hmm. really important. You got to make sure that you're you're paying attention to that. Um, Two, you know, sometimes, just like everybody else, like, you'll have these things that you're doing throughout the day. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, so I'm planning that, you know, later on, I'm going to be able to do, like... X, Y, and Z, even though I've done A, B, C, D, E, and F. Mm -hmm. And so then I get home and I'm like, yeah, I'm really tired. So that's kind of a good thing to do to check in with yourself too. Like, okay, so I did all of these other things. So is it okay to do X, Y, and Z later and kind of just sit down and kind of do what you need to do Mm -hmm. um one of my other ones that i really like doing is i love watching movies i love just like sitting down and watching a good movie i know there are people out there that don't like watching the same movie over and over again they just like they'll watch it they like it they don't like it they move on Mm -hmm. i have like a couple that are like my go-to's that i just will watch because they just make me happy so there's that um i'm also somebody who if you drive past me, you will see me kind of jamming out to the radio. Yeah. Um, I think, I think yes. that that's, that's kind of, for me, like an emotional one because it kind of just, it puts me in such a good mood. Um, <laughs> even if I don't know all the words, I just kind of like, I'm sitting here, I'm kind of like messing around. Um, even when my friends are in the car. Yeah. Then, so those are, those are probably my main ones.
0: Those are good ones. I am right there with you on the rocking out in the car and the movies. I feel like there are, I mean, I love new movies that I haven't seen before, but there's something like comforting and familiar about movies that you've seen before. And you like know what happens. You don't have to stress about it or think about it. And
1: you know, depending on what kind of mood you're in, sometimes it's just nice to be able to watch the movie. That's going to help you process the feelings. Yeah. That you have.
0: Totally. Or I think the same applies to music, too. Yes. I've heard people say that they really like sad music because it just helps them, like, process things. And I can Mm -hmm. understand that. I think I've been there, too. But
1: One of the things I actually encourage people to do is make different playlists. So if you're having a hard time, like, make your hard time playlist. If you're having a, you know, if you're just, like, excited and you want to have, like, you know, some some time where you're just kind of in, you know, your getting ready for something you want to get pumped up like have a have a pumped up playlist like it really does I think because it it connects that to that that different part of your brain where you're like yes you get me you get me because you're you're singing exactly the thing that I need to hear Mm -hmm. right
0: now yeah it's nice to know that somebody else has experienced what you're experiencing I think that's one part of the music aspect but I'm getting off track here um <laughs> but I that's...
1: okay can I just add one thing to get off track to to that oh, yeah. you just said uh the fun thing about music too is it's so subjective so somebody could be singing about one thing but you could hear yeah. something else and I think it, it still works right the same. yeah
0: totally totally um it's that's like art right
1: <laughs> it is yeah I agree okay now we okay. back on track. So, yeah, <laughs>
0: this is hard for us. What do you do instead when you're injured that you normally do regularly?
1: So for me, I think it depends on what I have injured. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> so... When I was on crutches, and I mean, I can't even just say the one time, the various times that I have been on crutches in my life, I've done what you said. Like I focused on my arm work because I couldn't necessarily do the other part. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest, it wasn't a five. Nope. It was more like a three. Yeah. It made me angry to do it, actually, because it just, <laughs> I was thinking about all of, all of the things that I could be doing that I enjoyed more. But I think once you kind of do it, you do feel better because you're getting that the endorphins moving. And then you feel better about it. So then it's more like a, a four instead. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm really grateful that I could at least do that. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it helps you kind of just process where you are, too. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I'm trying to think yeah kind of just depends sometimes I have to modify the activity sometimes you know you have to take a break and not do it at all and then I'll just do more of the other stuff I think when I'm injured I definitely reach out to my friends a lot more than I already do which I didn't even think was possible (laughs) um and you kind of I kind of just lean on them I think that's really important
0: yeah yeah that's a good point yeah I am on the same page I don't think that my activities that I would consider a five still feel like a five when they're not exactly the same. It is helpful, but yeah, I experienced the same thing as you, where it's like frustrating to not be able to do it the way that you're used to or the way that you want to do it, um, which adds a whole other element of like being injured. But I agree that reaching out to friends is more common for me. And I think too, like journaling, writing, that becomes more prevalent for me when I can't get that physical exercise that I want. Um, Go ahead.
1: I think too, it kind of depends on the injury, right? Yeah. So if you, if it was like a random injury that you were not expecting, I think it is a lot more frustrating, but I think if it's something that you planned on, like let's say you knew you needed surgery for something, yeah. it's a lot easier to prep for it. Cause you know, in your head, like I know what I'm getting into and it's not permanent. This is just for right now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot easier to kind of process it and be able to, to kind of prep and plan for how you're going to do things differently, versus you know it, this this out of the um out of the blue kind of injury that just happened, which is I think most common how injuries go. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're just kind of you can't you can't really plan for how you're going to rework everything, so you have to be patient and give yourself some time. Like it's going to be frustrating at first, but then I think once you you kind of process it and you're like, okay, this isn't forever. Like it's, it's going to get better. Once you kind of know what it is, um, I think it's a little different. And then if it's one of those unfortunate event, like situations where it's going to be your new normal, I think you're going to have to give yourself more permission to just be super, super frustrated because then you really are going to have to Try and figure out how to do it different, and how to how to be okay with not doing it the way that you did it before. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that sort of coming to terms with it is a really big part of it. And then, like you said, if it is like the new normal that you're getting used to, definitely giving yourself time to get used to that and to find new ways of getting what you need and that you know, it's not going to be the same right away. Oh, one thing I notice about myself too, is that when I am injured and I'm not engaging physically the way that I want to, um, my nutrition also declines. Like I don't do as well with my nutrition, which is just something that I've noticed for myself, but maybe something that, um, other listeners can also relate to perhaps, but I think it's an important thing to like, realize and then get back on track and and you know take control where you can take control at some point I always realize like okay I've been eating like crap because I don't have that physical exercise to remind me like oh if I eat like crap then I'm gonna feel like crap when I work out um, but there's always that moment where it's like okay I've been eating a bunch of junk food I really need to get back on my game so that I can feel a little better
1: I think, too, that awareness kind of goes into that spiritual category, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are more aware, it's a lot easier to know what to do to move forward. And I think oftentimes when one category is kind of falling, they all fall. We just It's almost like we just say, F self-care throughout the board. I don't know why we do yes. that, <laughs> right. but we do. Like, unconsciously, we totally uh-huh. do. And then we kind of have to just be aware of it. And then kind of get ourselves back on track. Sometimes it, you know, you it's that where you get upset and you just you, you lose motivation, and that's kind of going back to the episode before this with just like your mood and how you're feeling because of where you are. hmm But you do, you might not have control over, you know, what happened, but you do get to decide how you're gonna respond to it. And so uh-huh. I think that that's the one thing that you do have the ability to do. And being able to kind of check in and change your perspective, like, it, it means a lot. So instead of getting mad that you can't do it the way that you, you used to be able to do it, feeling good that you were able to do it that way at one point and kind of see how you could, how you could do it different or when you're going to be able to get back to that place, too, where you used to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Easier yeah. said than done.
0: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Patience is a huge part of it, though, because... I mean, I've done this myself and I've seen other people do it where you are injured and then you're so frustrated that you can't do it that as soon as you start to feel like you can, you rush back into it and re-injure yourself. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, you got to go slow. We talked about that last time. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my ankle like permanently creaks because I did that. I was just, so I, this is years and years ago, I was training for a triathlon and I sprained my ankle and... I was so upset that I couldn't go to training the next day and I only let it rest for a couple weeks, um, like the minimum amount of time before I felt like I could get back I could get back to it. And then I kept training on it and I didn't go to the to the podiatrist until I was done with my triathlon. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And by that point it was like permanent damage. So the patient's part is really hard, but it's so super important.
1: Yeah. Being aware, I think helps with the patients. Mm -hmm. So that's something to, it's really hard to get there, but the more practice that you have at it, I think the easier it is. And then remember, like if you go back to our episode where we were talking about just like how the brain is wired, your brain is going to go to the the path of least resistance yeah. when you are stressed out. So you might have done all this work to do it one way and be really aware and make decisions that make you feel better. So just give yourself a break. Like if you're really stressed out, you might kind of start going back the other way, but just as long as you're aware of it, you'll catch it before it gets out of control.
0: hmm Yeah. Um, okay. We want to save some time to get into our tips for your day Is there anything else you wanted to add, Allison, or any other tips that you want to share?
1: No, I think that's it.
0: Okay. Um, I think my only other tip would be to, when you're not injured, like, preemptively come up with some alternate um, self-care things that you can do that don't rely on, like, physical wellness if that makes sense so mm-hmm. the more you can get used to doing other things and finding that um that like appreciation and that release and that self-care before you feel like it's your only option
1: mm-hmm. I,
0: the better so yeah, kind of expand always have your horizons b. before you have to yeah exactly yeah. always have a plan b um okay on that note let's get into our tips for your day do you want to go first or should I go first?
1: Um, I can go first. And actually the tip that I was going to do, I'm going to save for next time because as we were talking, I think I, I have one that maybe better fits for for the topic today. Okay. Um, I think something to keep in mind that might help you with your self-care and kind of just developing it to get to a place where you want to be, is when you're going throughout your day, you can kind of check in with yourself and and ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now giving to me or is it taking from me? Mm -hmm. Because if you can have a balance, then you're going to feel pretty good overall. But if you're noticing that most of the things throughout your day are taking from you, you're not going to have... A lot of energy to do much else and you're going to feel a lot more overwhelmed or anxiety is going to get a lot higher. So just make sure that you're kind of paying attention to that and and that if you have too many things taking from you, try and do something that's going to give to you.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, I think that mine actually fits really well with that. So my tip is to get some time outside. Um, If you live near us, the weather is getting nicer. It's getting sunnier. It's getting warmer, which I understand not everybody is into. But take the time to um, get outside, soak up some of that natural light, that sun. Spend some time in nature.
1: (laughs) That's a good one to give. Give to yourself.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Any last thoughts? Nope. That's it. So I think next time, this is the end of our physical physical health series right
0: Mm -hmm.
1: or physical injuries and mental health so next time we'll have a a brand new topic for you let us know if you have suggestions otherwise it'll be a surprise
0: yeah and let us know if you guys have any um, self-care things that you do whether it's when you're injured or just on a regular basis we're really interested Yeah, we'd love to hear from you yeah all righty That's all we have. So until next time, take it easy. Bye.